Welcome to episode 41 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my midnight train of terror, destruction, and carnage is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Every week we take one horror movie and cut it to pieces with our internet microphone words. <laughs> Together we are two people with a love of horror and we feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster slash movieland slash alpha video memberships. <laughs> Um, I'd just like to thank all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. Thank you very much. And if you ever like, you follow us over there, give us a subscribe, give us a review, give us a comment, give us a bloody anthrax in the mail, and we'll love you forever. Actually, we'll be dead. So that'll be cool. So that will be forever. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a intense That starting. was a mouthful, and you got it all out in one go. I'm super impressed. I am psyched. I just smashed the coffee. Um, so, fun facts about us for this week. Yeah. Oh, man, my fun fact. At the ripe age of 43, I have just started painting for the first time Warhammer figures. That is very exciting. <laughs> so, we've had a couple of uh, off-air conversations, as we do, because we're friends and we hang out. And you've been telling me all about it, and you are just so excited. I am. And I've I watched hours of YouTube videos on how to paint. I gave it one go when I was younger, mm-hmm. back before YouTube. Um, that gives you an idea. Yep. And I didn't know how to paint them. I made, basically just made a marshmallow blob of paint on, on a stand because <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, you've dipped it in the bottle of paint. And yeah. There it is. Done. Um, but now like, there's so many YouTube videos of that. I'm, I've just been like, because I'm like... I thought to myself, I, n- I know how to draw. I know how color works. You know, I do layer uh, digital stuff with my children's books. And I thought, mate, it can't be much harder than that. I mean, it is hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. I actually think I insulted the guy when I bought some stuff the other day. Because yeah. I, I was like, it can't be that hard. Like, it's just this, this, and that, isn't it? And he's like, oh, it's a little bit harder than that. And like, I looked at all these wicked ones in their window. And I'm like, man, where do these come from? And he goes, oh, they're all mine. Ah. And I'm like, oh, man, you're just fully into this. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, I've been playing for about 25 years. Oh. And I'm like, oh, dear. I'll just, oh. I'll just buy my things and leave now. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm just getting into it. I've gone full hog, balls deep into this shit. I've got yeah. a mate um, and he's getting into I got into it because my mate was getting into it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's get into it. I'm not playing Warhammer per se. I'm actually playing a thing called Kill Team, which is like a scaled down Warhammer where you just have five little models against five little models in a very small board and the games take like half an hour, which is what I like. I'm Yeah. And that's it. That's That's my fun fact about me, which is a very ripe fact. It is ripe. The level of excitement that you have had in the last like two weeks has been great. Yeah. To paint a tiny little figure. Well, I've always wanted to have a painting kind of skill. Like I've always tried like colors watercolors and that i'm okay at them but like mm. i never got that vibe of wanting to do it where this has that like you know you want to hang out with your mates and paint and stuff like that yeah well, that's cool it must be very relaxing as well like i oh, know yeah. a few people that don't play but they paint just yeah. to relax well i first got the idea for doing it when i built my big lego car the other day for the first time and i realized how much that relaxed me yeah but then i'm like but it only took like a couple of hours and Lego's so big and i don't want to just buy hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Lego kits because I don't want to actually store them or yeah. have them. And Lego's super expensive too. My dad was like, why don't you just pull it apart and make it again? I'm like, that's kind of not how it works no. in my mind because I, I didn't know what it was going to be like at the end. Yeah. Anyhow, what's your fun fact, Jen? Okay, so I, um, as many of you may or may not know, um, I did university. I 
have a journalism degree um, and I was almost at the end of my honours. Anyway, um, but during my journalism degree, I did my work experience at uh, Film Inc. magazine. So oh, back, shit. What did, you, what did you do your thesis on? Um, I wrote my thesis on Scream. As in the horror movie? Yep. So you actually did a horror thesis for your whole life. So you are... Uh, Remember at the start of the show, we used to say, like, we have no credentials? Yeah. You fully do. Yeah, I've got some credentials. You dickhead. Um, some credentials, no confidence to back it up. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have the opposite. Yes. You, well, no, you've got credentials. You've got a lot of credentials and you've got a lot of confidence, which is, uh, it balances us out. Can I say I made that comment come back to me and how good I am? <laughs> you are great, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went over for about a week um, to Sydney and I did some work experience for Filmic Magazine, which... I mean, you'd all know he's, he's a great magazine for Australia. Um, this was back in 2011. Um, I got to interview Dalip Rao, who was in um, uh, he was in Avatar, which I fucking hate. It took all my passion and strength not to, you know, just ask him. Smash him? Uh, just ask him if James Cameron was an absolute dickhead. Um, but he's in, um, what's the one? Drag Me to Hell. He's, yep. he's the shaman guy from Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, yeah. He's a... Um He's a, he's a looker, eh? He is a bit of a looker, yeah. Mm. Um, and in the end, I, I've i had some work published on their website. I had an, a review published in the magazine. And at the time as well, this is like a great, uh, this is who I am as a person. They're like, you can go and review this really good, like fancy independent film that's getting all these really good reviews. Or you could review Brainiac, which is a terrible like Mexican film from 1968. You did Brainiac, didn't you? I did Brainiac, yeah. <laughs> What was the other film? Saw? I can't even remember what it was. Um, so, yeah, that's my fun fact. What was the other film? I can't remember. This oh, was man. back in 2011. So I wonder if I was working on that film. Oh, see? Credentials. Ooh. Credentials. Nah, I've only worked on like two films. But it could have been. Could Not be. many Australian films are made. Who knows? Who knows? Well, there you go. Mm. That's great. I like I um, filming magazine. I remember that. What was mm. the other one people used to get? Movie? Yep, movie and... Is movie Australian as well? That would all be... Right, most magazines we get in our news agents are just like Australian press, I always assume. Yeah, well, Empire was because there's an Empire America and there's Empire Australia, yeah, which has I mean. recently shut down. And I just like to state here clearly that the people that run the Australian one were a bit bunch of assholes. Oh, well. Yeah. Let's just, on that note. Anyway. <laughs> let's move on to our spoiler cast. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene. And spoil the fuck out of it. It's basically the whole premise of our podcast. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wanks, and compound fractures. <laughs> Do you know, Welcome. every time, every time anyone now, like there's a few people I know, Dion being one of them, um, anytime he watches anything or certain people watch things, they message me to be like, oh, hey, I just watched this thing. And there's like wangs in it. Oh, yeah. So, so people now just go, oh, look, a dick. We better call Jen. Yes. Dicks <laughs> and compound Wang busters? Yep. Who are you going right. to call? Jen. Jen. I don't know why. She's not interested in wangs. but you do, maybe Maybe you like the idea of wangs being severed. Well, it's more an idea of they're you letting me know to let you know. You can just fuck off and go, never come near me again. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that you're interested in severed wangs. It's true. 
Um, it's not the best thing to put on my resume, but it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, what's our rating system? All right. So for those of you playing at home, our rating system is A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. G, good for its time, but does not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, the D, Dan special. We've got a W, which is whatever so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, a low budget hot mess. And the cream of the crap. The McConaughey. Cream of the crap. Yep. Uh, which is the fucking fucked. Yeah, the worst film. Yep. It's weird because it's, it's got a vibe of worseness, but you under, you understand. If you ever see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, New Generation, you understand. That's mm-hmm. where that came from. Yep. Let's go on. So a movie we watched this week was My Bloody Valentine Day. Just in time for Valentine's Day, which has just gone um, on the past Sunday. Yep. Um. This is actually, we're recording this before Valentine's Day, so it's all like, it's future us. Yes. It was from 1981. So this is one, this is the same year as Evil Dead Mm -hmm. and one year after Friday the 13th, part one. Same year as Friday the 13th, part two. Oh, yeah. So that gives you a bit of, I always like to do that. Like what, what kind of, it gives you a vibe of what level of filmmaking and skills are out there at the time. So this film was up against my favorite film, basically. Yeah. So this this film came out around the time where everyone was just cashing in on that slasher thing. And they were basically, you know, they were up against the MPAAA. They were, like, fighting for just distribution rights. They were fighting for to keep titties and gore and everything in these films. Um, but they're basically just cashing in. There was no boobs in this film. There wasn't. The film's R-rated in Australia for, for sex scenes and nudity, and there was no sex or nudity. Maybe it got cut and out. And if it was, they weren't doing it right. Yeah, so, bloody idiots. Um, but yeah, it's very exciting because this is literally they're celebrating its 40th anniversary. Oh. So 40 years old, my bloody Valentine. Crazy. Yeah, I saw when I um, I watched it, you know how it comes up uh, with like the actors that are in it and stuff. Like the main guy, TJ, now his, his profile picture is this gnarled old dude with a giant moustache. He looks like, you know, Chris Christopherson or something like that. And I'm yep. just like, wow, that's not the guy. <laughs> At least that means, but usually though, I always figure, you know when you see those actor profiles and it's still their young picture, it means yep. they've done nothing. That's exactly Where right. Where if there's an old gnarled picture, it means they've been working the whole way through and their profile keeps getting updated. Yeah. And then there's the actors that don't have a picture. They did one go. Yeah. Well, hey, that would be me. If I was ever on there, it would be me. I'd be okay with it. (laughs) All right. So it's directed by George Mihalaka. Have I just butchered that? Go for it. As I get really high in my voice. Screenplay is by Stephen Miller. uh, He did the concept. And John Beard. Um, It stars Paul Kelman, Laurie Hallier, Neil Affleck. Is that Ben Affleck's dad? It is not. I did look into it, but no. Alas. Well. Who would have thought that? Um, box office, sorry, budget of $2.3 million and box office of 5.7. Still okay. So, it, I mean, it was considered a failure at the time, but also they made money. So, pff, whatever. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a failure to me. That's like, maybe they wanted to make like, do a, uh, maybe they were expecting like a Friday the 13th, like yeah. $60 million or whatever that was. I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like, I mean, everyone got paid and everyone made some money. You had enough to make another whole two versions of the film. Exactly. It's fine. It's how it goes. It's how Perfection. Big, big business. Yeah. So it was filmed on location at Sydney Mines in Nova Scotia. And so they actually did film them in the mines. So when they're in the mines, they're in the mines. Yeah. Well, there are some bits in there with like the mining gear, 
on mm. the things that are up. Uh, we'll get to that later. Where I was just like, I think this is a mine because yeah. no one would have set. Who would have thought of doing that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And who would have like set up a mining cart thing and all that, that crap like that? They would have had to have spent like then like double their budget. Yeah. No, exactly. So yeah. let us get into it. What's the Sinopo? I oh, know. What's its little tagline? Tagline. Cross your heart and hope to die. It's pretty good, actually. I love a tagline. Twenty years ago, in the sleeping mining town, mining the sleepy mining, the sleepy mining town of Valentine Bluffs, a fatal mining disaster occurred on Valentine's Day while some of the crew was decorating for a party. The sole survivor of the accident killed the remaining crew members and warned the town not to celebrate Valentine's Day again. When a group of teenagers decides to defy the order, a murderous maniac in mining gear begins dispatching. T- Town folk in bloody and creative ways. Mm, pretty much the whole plot. That is literally the whole plot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it opens up. The film just starts. Mm. I don't think it had m- much credits per se. It's one of those films where it opens up with the opening scene and just has the credits overlaid yep. over the over just the opening scene. Yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't doesn't have its own like you know dramatic Hellraiser, op- which I'm okay with. My- I like I like them to just get into it. Yeah. Sometimes some I don't time. like to have to sit and watch a bunch of credits at the beginning. It's true. It's true. Um, so it opens with some miners in a mine shaft. You know, they're miners. Mm. They're walking. Uh, they, you know, it's, it's it's dark. They've got lights on. They're underground. They're walking around. Yeah. They're just, you know, it's mining life. The simple mining life. <laughs> you know, yep. Mick Thomas would make a song about these guys <laughs> if he needed to, which he has. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, it's two miners walking through and then they, they stop. One of them removes their mask. It's a babe. It is a sexy blonde. Wait, with... well, hang on. There are no minor women in the mines. No, there's no they women. They specifically in the say that later on, do they? They do, yeah. Who's this babe? Ah, she so... takes off her mining gear, revealing her brassiere. Yes, yes, her brassiere. <laughs> and very terribly done uh, heart shaped tattoo on her chest. Mm hmm. Um, the other miner has who has Doesn't, a pickaxe does not disrobe at all. He's still got his eye, and these miners, so all these miners wear gas masks because yeah. they're in like a it's like a lime lime coated, yeah. you know, you know. Anyway, it's a it's they need to wear gas masks. Yeah. They? So he's there as well. He's not he's not getting out of his outfit, and he he's got a pickaxe. He he digs it into the wall, and he kind of starts like they start to get frisky. They do. They start. She touching like each other. I like the way that she you know the mine the. The, the gas mask has like a tube coming down. Yeah. She like grabs the gas, gas mask tube and like strokes it like a dick shaft and all this <laughs> shit. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What's going on? Do you know what? I still, even though I've watched this whole film, I still don't understand this scene. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, we get just to get your teenagers this in. This is essentially just a really weird sequence of her touching the mask and him refusing to take it off. But you know, you can still you can hear him because he's got that very Darth Vader esque breathing. <laughs> um, he's, he's starting to breathe heavier, and you know he's kind of like he's getting a little bit excited. But he's still not taking his no. mask off or just getting his wang out. Yeah. So he's like at this point where his breathing is like real heavy, and he grabs her, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, shit's about to get real, and it does. Because he grabs her. Now, first he sees, he goes crazy because he sees a tattoo of a love heart symbolizing Valentine's Day on her boob. (laughs) That's what it was. And he goes like, Valentine's fucking day, can't. (laughs) And yeah, he grabs her. Yeah. And he he just like rams her right into the pickaxe, which he Oh, is that what it was? It was a pickaxe. Oh, I just called it a spike. Oh, no, because he'd like, he had the axe and shoved it in the wall. 
Um, he rams her through it. We see it come out the front of her, which was well, kind of cool. this was really cool because initially it hadn't come out of her chest. All you could see was the... A lump? the yeah, the lump of it about... And then it sort of cut and cut back to the... She lets out like this blood-curdling scream and then it sort of cuts back to it and you can see it's all like... Yeah, this film wasn't afraid to show bits and pieces of the gore when it showed it. Yeah. (laughs) It did a couple of... We'll get into that. Yeah, and then it it cuts immediately to this animated title sequence, My Bloody Valentine. I really like that sequence. And it was one of those things where they'd obviously dug her, like it was a full fake body and her head was on the fake body so they could, you know, it looked really real because you could do a wide shot seeing the spike coming through her mm. whilst her head was on it and screaming, which is, I'm always a fan of that shit. Yeah, I love I that. Yeah, I was good with it. it. It looked good. And then, so that's it. Yeah. And that, and whilst this whole sequence is going, there is like, you know, title cards. There's like credits coming up of who's in it, which I didn't read because like there was shit happening on screen. And Anyhow, also there's like no one of note in this film. Hard cut to Thursday, February 11th. 12th. <laughs> Twelfth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. In the mine shaft. We're back in the mine shaft. Yep. So the mining carts are coming up. So it's clearly cut off uh, shift change. So the miners are coming in. Miners are getting ready to go out. This, is, this feels like a different day, a different yep. time. Uh, uh, yeah. So this isn't anything to do with that. That. This first isn't thing. sexy time. This is work time now. Well, this is like not even in that time. No. Like no. we don't even know when that was. We no. don't even know who that was or anything. No. We're this okay is ba- with it. Yeah. It's, I think that was just a cold, what is that, cold opening just to show that this is a horror film. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of burly men. Yeah, it's a ragtag group of miners. They're like, yeah, they're laughing, they're paying each other out, they're fingering each other's bums, they're <laughs> hitting each other with... Finger bu- popping each other's assholes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're basically Aussie <laughs> rules football players. Pretty much. So we cut to the shower room, the locker oh, room. Oh, they're getting they're, they're they're showering. Having, they're having some man talk in there. You know, we're you know we're getting re- there's a reveal that one of the guys has he previously left. Um, he'd quit mining. He'd gone off somewhere else, and he he's now back, and he's not really happy about it. Is that we talking about TJ? We're talking about CJ. TJ. TJ. Yeah, yeah the main character. Um, we also find out that. Uh, there is another guy now dating his sweetheart and he's pretty sore about it. And his name, up in this point... Oh, so we're just going to throw this out straight away. No one's names are said in this film to in the last quarter of the whole film. Yeah, I think there's a couple of names thrown out here and there, but I really... TJ's the only one I caught. ...didn't pick up on it. Yeah. So we shall once again be referring to them in very lovely, um, endearing terms. So what did you call the new boyfriend? I just called him boyfriend. Yeah, I... The Don't boy. Well, his name's I... Axel. Should we call him Axel? Oh, so I, sorry. I refer to Axel as Studs McKenzie. Studs McKenzie. He's, I'm down you know, with that. He's, he's blonde. He's blue-eyed. He's... Yep. He's um, a bit of a stud. Anyhow, they're all showering still. You know, they're washing all the soot. The soot? No, the black dust yeah. out of their hair. This is like a full... Uh, this is a real mining complex. This is like yeah. an actual mining shower they're in. They're all, yeah, let's go. And then they're like, come. Then they all get out. They get dressed and they're like, yeah, last one in town gets the bruise. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. So everybody like a mad dash to the cars and they're all like, oh, got to get this. is like fucking... They all run out. And yeah. then it, like this Dukes of Hazard, actual Dukes of Hazard music starts... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. All the... You know, after what the boys are back in town. <laughs> that should have been that. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> they all drive into town. It's just like, I was actually, two things in this thing. Yeah. 
the, there's a party in this thing. I actually thought the party was an actual cool party I would have gone to. Yeah, probably. And and yeah, them partying, going to the pub and that. I was like, yeah, I, still look, this looks legit. Yeah. Like, probably because it was a mining town that they're doing it and probably a mining pub. Yeah, well, they also, part of the this filming process, they were hoping that this film would like bring a little bit more tourism to the town. It did not. Oh, but, yeah. Come yeah. to our town. Get killed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, as they're driving into town, they're both like, yeah, fuck yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, we can see this Valentine's Day parade decorations fucking all over town. Yeah. Like they have gone ham on these Valentine's Day, whatever's happening. So obviously, you know, because it's, it's a couple of days before Valentine's Day, two days. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, they all rock up. They pile into this hole. Um, it's not a pub um, where yeah. there's just a group of very attractive young ladies um, all decorating for what we assume is going to be the Valentine's dance. Yeah, I fully thought they were going to the pub and like, blowing off steam. No, well, they were going to a hole to decorate a Valentine's <laughs> Day dance. Sure. They all burst in. Like, yeah. They burst they in. They do. They're, They're like, babes, we're here. <laughs> lady, all of them kind of pair. Lady dudes. <laughs> all of them kind of pair off yep. into like girlfriends and boyfriends except for TJ. Yeah. And who I'm going to call I, CJ. Up until the point where I started referring to him as TJ, I called him the broody minor because he was literally just walked in and stood in the corner with a beer. You know that what makes him wicked? He wears an unbuttoned shirt kind of with a ne- with a kerchief. Yeah. The whole film. And I don't know if you noticed it, that that unbuttoning just gets uh, more lower and yeah. lower and lower. So Ooh, you can imagine yes. he's like a brown-haired Fred from Scooby Doo. Pretty much, he looks like an actor whose name I cannot quite put my finger. He on. He looks like Joaquin Phoenix. No, no. Yeah, he does. No. No, the guy that played Joker. What's his name? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I reckon he looks like a. He could be his brother. Yeah. Just no. imagine Joaquin Phoenix. Sure. I don't want to. You but don't I, I will no. think of the guy. Yeah, right, you, um, you. We'll keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, they all pair off except for TJ and he just kind of like sulks in the corner. He is brood, brudo mm-hmm. at this time. As I said, he's come back to town. We never find out why. No. Um, but his girlfriend like, yeah. who he used to be with, and it sounds like he bailed real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, so outside we're introduced to a new character, um, Mabel, which is delightfully sort of older woman, probably in her like. She is, from what I gathered, she is the assistant to the mayor. Yeah, assistant or wife. I wasn't a hundred percent sure on this. Um, no, because she later sends the sheriff a, um, a Valentine's Day present. Do you remember? I do remember because I have some thoughts about that. Um, oh, you reckon they were cheating? Quite possibly, yeah. Oh shit! I know. Intrigue. Oh, maybe in this that tiny was a, a red herring to like of who is the killer. Like that. Yes. Anyhow. Anyway, so Mabel and a gentleman, um, they're they're walking up to the the hall. They're talking about that this is the first dance in twenty years. Like the other gentleman is the mayor. We exciting. can say that he is the mayor. I did I've not just called him the mayor the, the whole time. Yeah, same. Um, they open the door to the hall, and as they open the door, one of the guys he's covered in some kind of ketchup or something paint. I called him Joker. Uh, he doesn't yeah. have he does have a name, but they don't say it till right near the end. But he just keeps playing pranks on people. He does. Oh, right I up. Kind of called him Goof Troop. Goof Troop, Screech, yeah. any of those kind of characters. He's one of those dudes. Yeah. He has, he's thin, he has brown curly hair, he plays jokes and doesn't have a girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he's, the door is open and he... He doesn't care though because he's married to comedy. He, he is married. <laughs> he's married hard. It's deep. Um, so he frightens Mabel. She falls down the stairs um, in fright and... Sheriff, uh, man's like, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> Yeah. We have to emphasize more about how they said, like, we haven't had a Valentine's dance in 20 years. Yes. Um, 
It should be fine. I, you don't think you're going overboard, Mabel, with the decorations? Like, it will be fine. Yeah. And I feel that Mabel hasn't been in the town for very long. Like, she doesn't care that much about what's going on. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I think she's just very excited. I think she has just been caught up in all of these young people's drama and young people's desire to have Valentine's Dance that she's like, you know what? We'll do it too because now I'm part of the cool gang. Yeah. I'm and TJ just bails. He does. He well, well as soon as the mayor gets there, he kind of just bails. He's he's, so. he's kind of broody. He um, you know. Well, the mayor's his dad. Oh. Did you? Because he, the mayor, and him and the mayor have like this little bit of a standoff, and he's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm going off to get a beer and have a good nose pick." Um, and he just sort of talks about, you know, uh, Studs McKenzie brings up that. He, TJ's Studs back McKenzie has stolen his girlfriend. Yeah. We should bring that up. So he's moody about that. But he's also like, you know, he's he's back in town. He's not happy about it. And the mayor's like, well, as long as he's here, he'll be, you know, my son will be working in the mines. So he does sort of. Oh, that's why he's back in the mine. Yeah, right. Yeah, we get that. Um, and if you want to, if you want a vision of Studs McKenzie, he's basically a nasty, a Nazi posted boy. Yeah, he he's is. Blonde hair, blue eyes, big jawed. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Dirk square jaw. Then um, we're still in the hall and then the chief of police rocks up. I just called him the sheriff the whole time. Yeah. Because I, I think he's the sheriff of the town. He comes in. He talks. Didn't even see him come in either. He was just there. Yeah, he comes in. He comes in. He talks to a couple of people and then he leaves. Yeah. He leaves. Which is the main goal of the sheriff in this film. He like just comes in, has like a small conversation and then just leaves. And then the mayor leaves as well. And you're like, yeah. why did you guys even come? No. So, so Mabel, the mayor and the chief, they leave and Goof Troop. Um, he notices a heart-shaped box that had been left uh, for the mayor and he grabs it and he runs out. So he runs out to give it to the mayor. Um, he's like, oh, look, you know, this was delivered to you. Here you go. And yeah, because traditionally in, on Valentine's Day, you get a heart-shaped box full of chocolates. So he goes, here, Sheriff. Is it Sheriff? He gives it to the mayor. It's he gives it to the, the mayor. mayor. Yeah. And then the mayor and the sheriff both drive off together in a truck, probably yeah. to make out. Yeah, so they, um, you know, they're in the truck and he opens, he's like excited about the candy. He's like, oh man, like, you know, you know what's better than Christmas candy? Valentine's candy. And he's like, he's eager to get into it. Um, and then, so he sort of opens it up. While they're driving along together. Yeah. Um, so there's a note attached. So from the heart comes a warning filled with bloody good cheer. Remember what happened as the 14th draws near. Oh, shit. Like, oh. I know what you did last Valentine's summer. <laughs> and what's in the box, Jen? Well, he opens the candy box to reveal a bloody human heart. Now, and this is the first of many reactions to everything in this film. Every actor is a fine actor. Yeah. They seem fine until they have to react to gore or violence. And they are hilarious. He's just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And he goes, it's happening again. It can't be happening again. And he just kind of puts his hand on his forehead and the cop just keeps driving and just keeps looking over like, oh, heart. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like it, that's not, that's oh not chocolate. No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually laughed out loud when I heard his reaction. I was like, does he, is it a, does he think it's a human heart or what? Yeah. Or does he just think it's a prank? Like, it's funny because like this is the one thing that, you know, when you and I have caught up throughout the week, you're like, man, those reactions, they're fucking gold. I'm like, and yeah. Then, in tradition of the sheriff, as he does in this whole film, he chucks a U-bolt <laughs> and goes... So this sheriff just goes back and forward between places, yeah. having no... having Doesn't drive the plot forward at all. No. 
So he's, he does a U-bolt, and they, I, I can only assume that they're going now to, in air quotes, the lab <laughs> to check out what this heart is. Yep. I thoroughly enjoyed the random doggo that was just chasing the car as well. There's a, the dogs later on, there's a bit I talk about. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. There's, a, there's a mad doggo in town. There's a couple of mad doggos. Um, so then we cut to the pub. Now, obviously, everyone's finished decorating. They're all at the pub. You know, they roll into the pub. Everyone's drinking. And yeah. they're like, yeah. They're so manly that they're playing the knife game. From Aliens. Yeah, yeah. that Bishop yeah, plays. The duk, 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 and if people don't know the see. knife game, it's when you put your hand on the table and you get a big Bowie knife and yeah. you go between your fingers and you see. You can, they're doing it not looking. Yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. no one can do that. Not even Bishop, the synthetic humanoid, he had to look. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, they're playing that. You know, there's like the, there's like bloody, you know, they're, they're all party. It's actually a cool pub. It's yeah. a nice pub. No, it looks like a pub. But then that we I'd come to the bartender, oh, who is bartender. like the traditional, what is it called? A warning dude? He, yeah, he's the warning guy. The, you know, you know, they're like, don't go, you'll be doomed. Bad things are coming. And he starts singing a song. He does. He he regales us with a, a tale of the of Valentine's Day. So it gives us a good old rundown of the it's history. Basically what happened twenty years ago. I don't know, I didn't I didn't I didn't catch it. And you know, mon- montage over he's not even doing this to anyone. No. He's just singing it to himself. Montage over all these fucking teenagers partying in his pub, you know, making him money. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you'll pay, you can't. And, like, you know, the guy stabs his finger playing the game, which he stabs it all the way through with a giant knife and just goes, ooh, and it sucks it. <laughs> just sucks it. That's I'm pretty you certain the knife And then that everyone laughs in. at him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's stitches. <laughs> yeah, so the, the bartender's given us this huge rundown. It's um, also a flashback. It, yeah, so it is a flashback of everything that happens. It's a montage flashback forward flash of what's happening it's it's a very con- it's a concophony of editing yeah so it's basically like the last group of miners there's an explosion and uh one of them stuck in there he is also a cannibal by the way at one point he's eaten someone's arm I say, what happens i can explain this yeah you, you oh you go so 20 years ago on valentine's day when everyone was having a party for valentine's day a bunch of five miners an explosion happened in the mine. They got trapped, and instead of getting saved, the you know the people of the town partied and kissed. <laughs> Anyhow, by the time they worked out, the miners were down there, and they got them out. All the miners were dead because one of them had gone crazy and eaten all the other miners. Harry Walden. Uh-huh. Harry Walden. And then they just go, and now he's gone. I, yep. You can only assume he got put into jail. Yeah, so he, he... But he vowed that no one is ever allowed to have Valentine's Day ever again. And for 20 years, they have not celebrated Valentine's Day until today. Mm. Anyhow, that's it. And yep. that's like a montage with yep. him singing it over the top. Yeah, and then Harry Warden killing some people and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, then, then Harry went crazy and killed a whole bunch of other people. It has like some random shots of a guy getting pickaxed in the chest. Yeah. Like in his bedroom. He uh, takes revenge on the, the guys that didn't... Weren't there? They cut off early and didn't pay attention. That's why they all died. And he killed everyone the next Valentine's Day. Yeah. So it's only on Valentine's Day. Yeah. He and he, yeah, he cuts out their hearts and he puts them in heart-shaped boxes. And I suppose that why that guy was like, "It's happening again," <laughs> which is a great. There's some great samples in here if you're ever doing like you know synthwave yeah. music. Oh yes. He, so you know, goof goof troop pops up and he like you know poo poos it and everyone laughs at the bartender. 
bartender's like absolutely not happy by this. He's like, fucking kids will never learn. But he's, he's fuming. He's yeah. like, you, if I was 20 years younger, I would fucking <laughs> fist your ass, mate. <laughs> like, he's, that's what he's like. like he's, he's fuming to himself. He's not yeah. like voicing his opinions. He's like, you fucking punks, I will fucking eat your dick. Well, like, this will... is not good for customers. This is not good no, for customers. Like, <laughs> luckily, you're the only place in town that serves booze. <laughs> All you'd have to do. To be successful in that time is just open a nice pub. Yes, that's right. Just across the road. But this it's one does fine. have skee ball, which it is does. pretty wicked. It does. So TJ and... Everybody, uh, then everyone just pisses themselves laughing at his story. Oh, yeah. They, his, they laugh at him. He they is laugh, not like, happy. Ah, you're a dickhead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dickhead. So TJ and his sweetheart, who, who her name is Sarah. We don't really get that until a little bit later on. You know, they're making fuck eyes at each other from across the room. He's, Even though she's with fucking... Yeah, with uh, Studs McKenzie. Studs McKenzie. Um, so he's hanging out at the jukebox and she's like, I need to go play me some Journey. And she gets up and, you know, Studs is like, where are you going? She's like, oh, just to play some music. Um, so, she, you know... She's going over there to have a bit of a conversation with TJ and not, you know, not, not her caught. boyfriend. Yeah. Not Stars McKenzie. No. So cut to the morgue. We're no, in the first, morgue. But first, let's kind of like, like they have a chat. They do. And then he just kind of just says some dick, some dick things. And she's like, oh, you, I know that. Why did she even like him? Why he, does yeah, she like he him? He just states some stupidly broody man statements. And, and then he just bails on And her. leaves. And leaves. He's like, mm, fuck you. You're not my girlfriend anymore because I bailed on everyone with no explanation. Anyhow, That's right. TJ needs a bit of a kick to the dick. Hard cut to the lab, <laughs> which I can only assume is a lab. Like, yeah. We have the cop, we have the mayor, we have the sheriff, and we have this new lab character, which is totally out of place. Oh, he's acting. Superb. I know. Um, like- so they're, they're on the phone to the asylum uh, where Harry Warden is being kept. Um, you know, you know, there's no answer. Like, no one's there. Like, why isn't anyone answering? This is bad. And meanwhile, the... The, the lab man? The lab man. Comes comes in, it's definitely like, a female's heart. <laughs> probably around the age of 30. That's fine. Look at this. I can use it as a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, they're like, oh, don't you remember the Valentine's murders? And he just goes, oh. Yeah, those were terrible murders. Yeah, yeah, the thing that shaped our whole town and our lives for the last 20 years. I had yeah, forgotten about that. I remember that vaguely. It's in the forefront of my mind. And then uh, there's a there's the wickedest line. Like they when he basically when he says like, you know, it's a female human heart that I think it's the sheriff just kind of looks at the camera. He doesn't look at the camera. He's like, looks like Harry Warden's back in town. Bom bom bom. That's the end of that. Yep. And then we cut to a point of view shot. Of a mm. lady doing the laundry. It's Mabel, isn't it? Yeah, it's Mabel. Of Mabel it, doing the laundry at the laundromat. It's Mabel's laundromat too. Oh, shit. She, she owned owns it? it. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's in there. She's finished. There's decorations I think everywhere. it's after hours? It is after she's, hours. She's, yeah, because she was like the main instigator of decorating the town. Her her laundromat is very decorated. Mm-hmm. And, the mm-hmm. you know, the killer does not like decorations. He's, I don't know if we picked up on that, but yeah, the killer does not like decorations. He doesn't like the chaos of decorations. No. He may be related to Leviathan. <laughs> like, <laughs> he could be one of the... Quite possibly. So we get this POV skulking footsteps, the Vader-esque breathing again, and, you know, it's looking in on, on Mabel in the laundromat. Um, she ducks out in the back room. He and goes in. He opens the door. He puts a box of chocolates, heart-shaped box of chocolates on 
the bench. He does. And then conveniently backs off behind. So you see it. And I like this one as well because it's like we've still got this POV shot of him walking up and placing it on the counter, but then backing behind a corner. So you know exactly where he's gone. Like he can't teleport like like Jason. No. So he's hiding and we know that he's hiding around there. Anyway, Mabel comes out and goes, oh, fucking chocolates. I love chocolates. (laughs) She gets out and there's a note in there which reads... Roses are red, violets are blue, one is dead, and so are you. And she's like, so romantic. No. <laughs> she's like, Whoa? And, and then all of a sudden, the lights. Yeah, this is like perfection as well. So there is a jump out and, you know, he, Killer jumps out. Now, first the lights go off. Do they? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Lights go off in the thing. She's like, what? And then. Yeah. Jumps out. Chase ensues. Yeah. He, Harry, so Harry... Um, who we can only assume is Harry. Yeah. Because um, Harry jump, uh, jumps out, he attacks her. You know, they have a bit of a... You know, bit, they, they bit have... a rub the, and a tickle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have their little thing. And he basically, he holds up, you see him like, you know, hold up his pickaxe and then you see him swipe down, but it's an, an off-camera kill. So we mm-hmm. don't see, it just kind of cuts, you know, with the pickaxe going down, hard cut to the next scene. Yeah. Of the, I just call them the gang. So yep. the, when I mention the gang, the gang revolves uh, is usually Mustache Man, mm-hmm. who we haven't explained yet, which we should have actually. Yeah. So Mustache Man is my favorite character. He is a, he is a husky man. Mm-hmm. He's quite big. Um, he wears a, a trucker hat. He has round room glasses, if you can imagine this. But what, what makes him distinctively awesome is he has like a cold magician's mustache. Mm-hmm. It's like, mighty. It is like very on trend for now as in, you know, like for, uh, you know. Baristas. Not baristas, like a barbershop kind of, you know, yeah. moustaches. Those dudes that are in a moustache. But he is the most endearing, nicest character. Yeah. Even though he is like obviously the bigger character, like the fatter guy, he has the, the one of the prettiest girlfriends in it. He's nice. Everyone loves him. Yeah. And he's and kind he's of, he also kind of. he's to break up all the fights. Too. Yeah. He kind of, he looks after the whole gang. Yeah. And, I loved him. I wished he was the main character. Mm, same. Um, anyhow, so we got Moustache Man. We got, I think, maybe uh, Ralph Macchio. What's his name? The your guy? Studs McKenzie. Studs McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> and Goof Troops. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Isn't that Karate Kid? Yes. Because <laughs> you've just been watching Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're all like huddled At, around the engine. A wrecking yard. So they've got the car is on, the motor is running, and they're cooking something on the motor. Is that what they were doing? They were cooking. I thought they were just talking about car shit. No, no, no. They were cooking something on the motor. Because maybe it's just like a cool, you know, let's go down and cook a, cook a snag on the yeah. old like, engine block. <laughs> sure. You know um, you can do that. We yes, used to do can. stuff like that where you wrap a potato in alfalfa and you put it in your engine on a long trip. And then when you get to the end, the, the potatoes are cooked. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Now that I'm saying that, I can't even think where you would put them, though. No, I don't, couldn't tell you. I'd put it in the microwave, but that's just me. And now we get a point of view shot of a, you know, someone stalking them in behind from behind the car. It's like, <laughs> looking at um. Hang yeah. on, who were the three people that were there? So you've got Goof Troops, Mustache, some other guy. Yeah, there's some. There's a lot of some other guys in this film yeah. that don't have a name and don't, and they just like. We can just refer to them as kill fodder. Fodder. Um, Cannon fodder. Yeah. So they're huddled around, and then we get this uh, Studs McKenzie. He's sitting in the front seat of a car, and he's he's playing the harmonica. Yeah. He's, he's having a right old go at it, because that's what you do in small mining towns. And all of a sudden, a bottle of Jack's um, is being handed to him. And he's like, oh, fuck. And we realize that the point of view shot was not kill it. It was actually TJ. Yeah. And he gives it to 
um, you Studs McKenzie. So him and Studs McKenzie used to be best mates, I feel. Yeah. But now Studs McKenzie has moved in on his girl yeah. after he's down, and they kind of got a bit of beef. They do, yeah. Like they got. They don't want the beef, but it's it's just there's just beef. You yeah. can't you can't get away from beef yeah. if there's beef. No, no, we know where it is. But they get in the car, like the car together, and they start jamming on their harmonicas, and they're having a ride out go. And this is like a bit of a bonding, like oh maybe you know instead of throwing some dick measure in, we'll uh, harmonica it out. Yeah, it is the most traditional way to solve an argument: having a harmon harmonica off. Yep. They, you know, they start stop playing the harmonicas and they start having a bro talk. So they start broing down about TJ leaving, um, you know, and coming back and thinking he's kind of better than everyone. It all disintegrates. It all and falls apart. It just turns into an argument. Yep. Yeah. So they're def- and they definitely start to like, well, we got a problem here. What are we going to do about it? And you know, as as most men do, so he's like, TJ's like, back off. Yeah. From my girl, and he goes, it's not your she's girl. Like, you left. Yep. She's not your girl anymore. And he goes, oh, yeah, ask her. As in, like, that's the, the deep cut that so, like does this. He's basically saying that she loves me now and she's going to come back. I yep. didn't have to do anything. You're just a dick getting in the way, mm-hmm. which is a dick move. It is a dick move. But, yes, as most conversations, it revol- resolves into a fight. Like, this is the only way we're going to figure it out. Let's just punch each other. Yeah, boof, boof, boof. Yeah. Anyway, they're fine. Until Mustache Man comes. Mustache Man comes and basically picks them both up and separates them. Yeah. He should have, like, cracked their skulls together and just, like... He should have sent them to their rooms. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, that's over. Yeah. Hard cut. Friday, February 13th. Oh, it's Friday the 13th. Convenient. I know. That's what I thought. Convenient. Everyone conveniently gets killed by Jason before the other guy gets... And then we can have... Valent Harry versus Jason. Well, it's true because Paramount released both of these films. Because this would have worked because Friday the 13th and 14th, uh, this could have worked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Day before where he's like, you know, Harry's setting up all like the kills and then Jason comes in and starts fucking up the kills so they have to have a, a fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyhow, that title card, hard cut to Friday, February 13th. Yep. And we're in the, uh, we're in the sheriff's office and yep. he's calling what we can only just... We can only work out is the records lady. Yeah, so he he's basically on the phone with this asylum that Harry is meant to be in, and he's talking to the record woman, and she's like, "There is no record of this guy ever being at the asylum." Like, you know, what do you mean? The, what do you want from me? Like, I've I've told you no. You've got the answer. You don't like the answer. I all I can keep telling you is no. They're like, "Where is he? We need to know where he is." And then she basically, she's like, well, you know, I'd have to go check the microfiche, but that'll take a couple of days. He's like, I'll be waiting for your call. The microfilm. So she's like super pissed that she's going to have to do that. So he hangs up the phone. And he's like, sits there and ponders a bit. And he's like, maybe we better cancel the dance. Anyhow, yeah. hard cut to two girls. Is it Sarah and Patty? It is Sarah and Patty. Hard cut to Sarah and Patty. Sarah is the girlfriend that everyone's fighting over. Patty is Mustache Man's girlfriend. Yes. They're walking down the street. They're being ladies. Uh-huh. They're talking about getting banged. They are. They're talking about boys. They're talking about, like, like who, who's going to get banged by who? I'm going to take all the dicks. Uh-uh, sister. I'm going to take more dicks than you. <laughs> Anyhow, that's all they're talking about. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. That is, that is. It was just a random scene of the girls talking about boys. At least they're trying to give them some depth, unlike Friday the 13th did the other week. Like, you know, trying to give them, like, these these are real people. They're trying to go for that Halloween vibe, yeah. but no one's nailing it. No. no one nailed the story 
like the character development like Halloween. Yeah. Which is why Halloween is so great. Like I cared about I, I was enjoying the film before the killing started in Halloween. With this one, it's the opposite. You're just waiting for the killing. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, we we hard cut. The chief arrives at the laundromat, he's there to talk to Mabel. Um, but Mabel, she's not there. Mabel, where are you? At your own not at your own establishment. Anyhow, he's like it's like dark in there. It, yeah, he's walking around. Because all the lights got broken. And he's finding all these upside down hearts. Uh-huh. Like, so all the decorations were hearts in there. And now someone has turned all the hearts upside down. Uh-huh. Maybe he was like trying to develop the Bamagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. He's like, in development. Um, so he's walking around and he's just such a great cop that he just sort of misses the bloody dryer that's sort of happening in the background behind him. And he's walking around. Instead, he's, he's picking off all these upside-down love hearts. And he's like, he kind of smells something a bit bit off. And he's like, mm, shouldn't nothing should smell like this in a laundromat. It should all smell fresh. Um, he opens the door and there's, like, clothes. He sniffs, he sniffs some undies. He's, he's, he's sniffing some undies. He's and like, then all mm, of a sudden... going to come back here later and do this again. <laughs> all of a sudden, one of the doors pops open. To a dryer. To the one of the dryers pops open. And a very burned Mabel kind of half this pops great. out. This, this is like is a amazing. cooked corpse. For some reason, she was d- naked. Yeah. Maybe he did, his, he did her laundry in the other one. Maybe he thought, well, I don't want to get these clothes dirty. No, like Harry, he's like, I, I may be a killer, but I'm not an animal. Yeah. I, I, she's I, probably going to be buried in those I clothes. have high, you know, clothes yeah. etiquette. And yeah, yeah, she's she's in this. So this corpse falls out of this dryer, which is going, mm. and it just keeps spinning yeah, it's around still going and getting around. dumped around. And it's like it's all red and bloody and melted, and its eyes are kind of popping out, yeah. and it's just getting thrashed around and around this like the the doorway of this drug. It's only half out, and half of it's in there. Yeah, and it just looks oh, it's gross. So I liked it. But have you noticed in this film that every time there is any gore on the screen, they cut to a different film stock? Yes, I did notice that. Which I think is Super 8 they cut to, which has like a higher exposure. Mm. Which at first I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But as it went on, it just kept going. And I'm like, why did they do that? Yeah. Is it because I was thinking maybe they wanted it to feel like it was the old 20 years ago happening again? Like, because it's an older film stock. It looks like a, a grainy, older film. Mm. And at first I thought, oh, shit, are these deleted scenes that have been put back in there? Because you know sometimes that gets done and it's a lower grade film? Yeah, yeah. Cause or they haven't, they, haven't, um, yeah, they haven't worked on it enough. Like, yeah. Know. Well, because um, I obviously posted a picture on my Instagram and uh, Audio Blood, he commented, he's like, oh, is this the uncut version? I'm like, I don't think it is. It doesn't say uncut on, on my DVD. Um, so it could have been an uncut version where... They were just putting this stuff back in. Yeah, because there were some quite shocking yeah. shots. But, but but what the other thing I thought is, like, if they'd cut all those shots out, there wouldn't mean anything. No. Well, a lot of it was cut. Like the, you know, the MP AAA or AA or whatever. The, the dickheads. Yep, yeah, the, the dickheads. The dickhead patrol. In America. Um, they were basically, like, cut everything. Like, you couldn't have sex. You couldn't have nudity. You couldn't have this, that, and the well, other. They cut all the sex out, which I'm completely fine you, with. You're always fine with that. Yeah, I just don't want to watch other people bang. No, that's fair. Um, anyhow, Madison Dryer, it looked fucking great. And the cop reaction yeah. is just so good. Can you remember what he did in this one? He was just like, oh. Yeah. I think he just put his hands on his head and just kind of went. Oh. Yeah, he's just like up against but the goes, dryer. And it goes for like, ages. Oh. Like, it oh, did go on. Oh, my God. There's <laughs> a lot of that. It's amazing. Anyhow, we cut, cut to the to. gang. I think that... Uh, 
So this is the next day. The gang yeah. are all at work. I, I can only sh- – it's Friday, isn't it? So they're still at work. They're mining. Yep. Studs and TJ, once again, have it, start having it out. They have a fight at work. And yep. I think Moustache Man comes in and breaks it up. Yeah, he's like, not in my mind. It's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's it. And then we cut, yeah, that's it. You guys have still got beef. Well, we, who would have thought they'd still have beef? Um, then we cut back to the laundromat. You know, the cops are there. You know, everyone's there now. Like, yeah. it's a crime fucking scene. Ambulance is there. They're, you know, loading up Mabel. Um, Mabel's they're about to take her out the, the front. And the, I think it's the mayor. Mayor, um, yeah. He stops them and says, no. All right, everyone here, the story, she died of a heart attack. You need to wheel her out the back. We're going to hide this from the town. She died of a heart attack. End of story. So anyone who, you know, gets this information Yeah, they're just going to cause, like, panic yeah. or anything. Because it might not be Harry, but they know everyone will probably jump to the conclusion it's Harry, yeah. even though clearly it's Harry. Yeah. Um, um, before they wheel her out, he's like, oh, wait, what's that? Um, he spies a note in the chest cavity. So, yeah, yeah. He just goes, hey, yeah, they're wheeling Mabel's body out on a, on a morgue cart. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Mabel, what, 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 well, what, 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 what's so, that? He just reaches into a chest cavity and pulls out, what is this Valentine's Day? Like, Maybe it's oh, for me. A note. And it Maybe reads, Mabel is my box uh, of chocolates. Anyhow, the note reads, it happened once, it happened twice, cancel the dance or it'll happen thrice. Amazing. I love yep. this note. I love the notes. Valentine's so do I. Like, and they're like. But what should we do? <laughs> yeah. And the, he's just like, basically, it's just, he's like, shut it down. Shut it all down. We are going to take down all the Valentine's decorations. We are going to cancel the dance. It's not happening. Like, it's, yeah, fuck, it's, it, shut it down. Why did we let Mabel talk us into this? I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, rocks up. The kids are outside of the, the hole. They're trying to get in to finish the decorations. And the chief's standing there. He's like, you know... It's done. It, the, the dance has been cancelled. Mabel has died. She had a heart attack. You know, no dance, no parties. That's it. And the, they're all like, oh, well, we're young and we're not going to uh, take no for an answer. So. Mm. But then we cut back to TJ finishing work and Axel and him. Uh, what's his name? Studs McKenzie, Axel. Axel McKenzie. Is that, they're at it again. And, yep. you know, like, and one of them's like, we got unsettled business. Yeah. But TJ's like, nah, I got business elsewhere, mate. I got about fuck this shit. So yeah. he he runs out. He basically runs into his car, into his big cool green car, yeah. which is a wicked car, and he burns off. And then he burns off down the road and he goes and picks Sarah up from work. Well, picks up from work. Forcibly picks kidnaps up. Kidnaps her because she did not want to go. She's just like, nah, I don't want to go with you. Like, and he's like, get in the car. And he's just like, I don't care what you want. Get in the car. Yeah, I don't understand his relationship. Maybe it's this mining town talk. Maybe. Um, yeah, he, he kind of forces her to come come with him. And then they go down to the beach mm. for their special spot. They do. Do you remember this spot? Of course I do. It's where and we banged like, for the first time yeah. in the sand. And then we get this, why didn't you call? You left without a word. Why didn't you come? And then all of a sudden he's like, I, I just had to leave. <laughs> like, there's like, there's some hard acting here. This is like Meanwhile, bold and the beautiful. I, in my notes, literally bold and the beautiful because you've got that like. And they're on the beach. They're standing like a, a dodgy beach on the sand hill. There's mm. like a, a, a breeze and they're like, you know. And then, of course, that it's soundtrack. too romantic. That sounds. I mean, the stink well. of dead crabs from this town <laughs> is too romantic for these guys, and they have a kiss. They all oh. and they're 
They kiss. And it's not a make out. It's like a, it's another one of those bold and the beautiful romance kiss. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then they're like, do they immediately regret, she regrets it or something? She's like, we can't. Yeah. She's oh, just we like, can't do this. Oh, no. I have a boyfriend, Studs Axel McKenzie, <laughs> big dick. <laughs> and yeah, we cut back to the pub. Yep. You know, Studs McKenzie's there and he's, he's, he's having a guy at ski ball. He's pretty wicked at that. Yep. So TJ walks in and Studs is like, where's Sarah at? And he's like, I don't know, maybe on the end of my dick. <laughs> Have you checked the end of my dick? Oh, glorious. Um, yeah, he's like, where is it? And he's like, I and don't know. And that's about it. So we cut to Sarah. Yeah, that's it. It. She's walking home. It's dark, it's cold, and Sarah is walking home alone. He basically, he just basically asks, have you seen Sarah? And, and uh, he just says, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what to talk about. Cut to Sarah walking yep. home. And a girl walks home at night. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sounds happening and she's she's starting she's she's in this like emotional state of like she's starting to become scared but also she's very upset because she knows she gone done fucked up and gone down kissed another guy which is a bit of a no go and yeah suddenly there's a light shine in her eyes could it be a mining torch of what's his name Mr Walden Harry yeah. Harry Walden no no it's the sheriff and he's like yeah. oh I'm sorry for scaring you. <laughs> And then that's it. They have a brief conversation. Now. Sheriff, where is you, B? He knows there is a killer on the loose. He knows that any one of these kids is going to die next. And what does he do? Nothing. He just leaves her. The sheriff just basically dutes around town, coming into every scene, but having no relevance. He's just like. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he just leaves her alone. We'll do sheriff watch of of all the scenes from now on that he is completely useless in. (laughs) Number one. This is about the, about the Third one. Yeah, I mean, him safe. finding the body is fine. Mm. That was a fine scene, you know. Well, he sheriff. was he was in there to find Mabel. Anyhow, they cut back to the pub. Yeah, and the gang's there. The whole gang's there. Everyone's there. Everyone's having fun. And then TJ's like, "The, de- the dance is cancelled." And they're like, "Yeah, this is bullshit." <laughs> and then they're like, "And they're like, hey, TJ has this great idea, which I thought was the worst idea. He goes, let's have a party in the mine." Sure. And I'm like, "In the mine?" Yeah. What he he didn't. What he wanted to say is, why don't we have a, a party in the mine's rec room, which is not in the mine. Yeah, so I'm guessing a lot so of I the So I thought, miners... like, why would you want to go to a cave? Yeah, no. I would, no. And I, at this point, I was like, worst idea ever in my notes. Yep. And it, the bartender there, he gives another warning. He's like, you hear about Mabel, heart attack my ass. You, you'll be sorry if you go down there. It has, the, And then they're all like, shut up, dickhead. They really and then, start and then bragging like, on me. They kind of... I think, like, you know, they all kind of just continue drinking. And then it cuts to a close-up of the bar, of the publican's face. And he says under his breath, assholes. <laughs> I was just like, that's so good. <laughs> so he's just like, you fucking asshole. And you, they were. They were being assholes. Anyhow. So we cut now to... The bartender. The bartender. The publican. It's after work, it must be. He's drunk. He is. He's, drink, he's still he is drinking. He's so angry at these kids. It has driven him to get in paro after work. He is like, you fucking cunt. I'll show you. And I'll show you. Anyway, he breaks into the mining facility. He does. Where they're going to have their party. And he sets up a ragtag joke. Which is basically he gets a he mining... He sets up an elaborate Ferris Bueller oh, prank God. too. It's, like, it's, it's like, fantastic. It's, they would have needed a bloody... It would have been like some sort of, you know, expert engineer to come in and create yeah, this. He like sets police. up a mining gear man. So he gets the mining gear, fills it up with something so it looks like a man. And then he sets it up in front of a door and then attaches this pulley system that when you open the door, 
the mining man's arm comes up holding a pickaxe, mm. and it's just like it actually looks really good. And so he they're gonna loves get... it as well. Yeah, he, he loves thinks it. this is fucking hilarious. He, he opens it. the door so many times. He's like, <laughs> yeah, every time it comes up, he like goes, ah, <laughs> yeah. ah, just thinking of the hilarity of these teenagers that he's gonna show. Yeah, he is gonna win. He is gonna, you know, he's gonna have a point for old age. You know, young people zero, yeah. old age. A thousand points. Exactly. Meanwhile, at this point as well, I'd just like to point out that the chief of police rocks up to the mines. He basically rocks up to the gates, which are locked, and he he jingles the gate and fucks off. Yeah, and then he's like, ding. That's and it. Th- there's another one. That's, that's number two of useless <laughs> scene with cop. And he leaves. Um, and yeah, we cut back to the old drunk dude with his, his prank. He's still just doing it, like <laughs> opening the door, having a laugh, closing it, opening the door, having a laugh, closing it. And, you know, he, he decides that's enough. Yeah. He goes, this joke's too good. This joke's too good. <laughs> and he goes to leave and he's like, hang on, maybe I need to do it one, <laughs> one more, more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. <laughs> I mean, I deserve this. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm old. I'm cranky. I deserve one more look yeah. at my hilarious yeah. uh, prank. So fucking funny. So he opens the door and again, and lo and behold. Oh. Oh, it's Harry there instead. So Harry would in that one second had taken that whole pulley system down. Yes. He would have just been like, it's done. And we get one of the best fucking scenes in this film. So Harry somehow gets his pickaxe and hits this guy from up under his chin. Mm-hmm. And it go, the pack pickaxe yeah. goes up under his jaw, into his face, and comes out of his eye socket, yeah. popping his eye out. But it shows all this. Once uh-huh. again, this is in that old footage. So this yeah. may be the added stuff in. And I was like, Gugh. This was not, fucking because like his eyeballs kind of on the tip of the pickaxe as well. It's it's the little yeah, things that it's, bring it, me joy. Yeah, it's great and it shows it yeah. a lot. Yeah, and I was like, very good, very yeah. good. And then like, so he falls over the publican, and then then Harry proceeds to like grab the pickaxe and drag him by his head across, you know the uh, the gravel, the gravel the, like the ground. Yeah, it looked great. It oh. was. I was like, oh, shit. I was watching this. Is this. Why, and then I thought, this is why this film is around. Pretty if this much. didn't have this cool violence, it would have just disappeared. Because yeah. it would have been like, whereas in Halloween, stayed around because it had such good story and acting with no violence. Yeah. Where this would have just disappeared. The mm-hmm. violence is what throws this film. And the people's reaction to the I, I did have a, a an out loud reaction when I was I was watching this uh, on my laptop with my headphones. And I was just like. You balked? I did. And I just got a strange look from my cat. So, you know. There's that. Cut two. Cut two. February 14th, Valentine's Day. No. That hurt my voice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We cut to the sheriff and the man. They just look concerned. Mm. They're like, "Uh uh-oh, Valentine's Day. What's going to happen? I think they find another note, don't they? But they don't actually read it. Yeah, they, they don't read it. They just kind of scrunch it up and put it in the pocket. They just put it in, you know, maybe it was maybe it was just a picture of a drawing of a dick. Yep. <laughs> Mabel's sending out some dick pics. Yeah, man, you'll keep that for later. Anyone. They cut straight to... The gang. The whole fucking town. So basically everybody piles into this rec center at this the mine. This is the party. The it's, party's on. Yep, it's party time. Actually, and party. I was like, you know, they 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 roll they roll in. There's pool tables in there. There's jukeboxes. There's tables and chairs. It looks like an RSL. Yeah, it's wicked. They all come in with their eskies and their food and shit. There is a full fucking kitchen, as in like you know a, a full 
mining kitchen with a you know like an industrial kitchen yeah. like in another room. They start putting the music on. They start partying, and I was like, man. This is a good party. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I would, you know, in some in films where they have a party, air quotes, and it's just like a couple of people, uh, you know, hanging out. Like, oh, what was that one? Nine of the Demons? They yeah. just have like the worst party. It's just like four people at that party. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a party. But I this is to. a party. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, cut to the police station. Yep. Um, the sheriff, he's there again, and he gets a box of does he gets a heart-shaped box box delivered to him of chocolate and he's like oh no he's he's having a freak out he doesn't want to open it and he's like ah okay and he unwraps it he opens it and it's candy oh fuck fucking thank god from mabel oh be my valentine love mabel and this was about the point because i assumed she was married to the mayor do they have a delivery service no i thought she was just the secretary yeah i I fucking don't know now i don't know because now she's might be having it off with the police she might be having it off with the mayor i don't know maybe she's the town bike maybe yeah but i i did see a bike with the branding of mabel on it (laughs) anyhow um we cut back to the party. Yep. Everyone's getting loose. Yep. And then Everybody's you know, there. TJ comes in. He's like, yo, fucking party. But he's like, what are you doing? He's like, hang on, guys. Who busted the lock? Yeah. What? You know, I could have just opened that. You guys didn't have to bust in. He's like, in. I had the keys. I had the keys. You guys could have So they all just broke in, apparently. Yeah. We assume. Yeah, Sarah rocks up at the party. She waltzes in. I'm fucking the girl, fucking the guys. <laughs> Anyway, um, you know. One of the, so yeah, one of the characters. Some uh, cool guy, I called him. Some cool guy. I called him Lurch. Lurch. So Lurch and his very tiny girlfriend, they decide to, they're going to head out if you wink, wink, catch my drift. Uh, I thought that. So they, they head out and then we get Skinny Tie Guy. Skinny Tie Guy? He's yeah. just another rando. He Yeah, he it- goes into the kitchen. He goes into the kitchen and he, lo and behold, oh, sick. Someone's cooking, you know, fucking budget service station hot. They're boiling hot dogs in yeah, a pot. Yeah, they are boiling. And this is I, a no, huge cool. pot of hot dogs. I'm like, yes, every party needs hot dogs. I know. I, I love watched this film and I'm like, fuck, I could eat a hot dog. Yeah, I could. I do, As I said, I just wanted to be at this party. Yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, sick, hot dogs. He just decides to help cooking the hot He's going to stir it up yeah. a bit and maybe sniff a hot dog. You know, just sniff, <laughs> sniff, a, sniff a wang. Yeah. Sniff oh. a wiener. Meanwhile, Killer comes in, just grabs him by the back of the head, slams his face down into the boiling pot of hot dog water. We see it from inside the Do, pot. I always love that. Yeah, his I face up. <laughs> yep. Um. My favorite, like, slamming head in a thing is in Jason X, mm-hmm. um, where he's, it's in the future and he slams the girl's face into the liquid nitrogen and we yep. see it just freeze and then he takes it out and just slams it on the desk mm-hmm. and her face just shatters. Oh, so good. I, that was a good one. That's a great kill, that uh, kill, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's all we see. We do. We, we see just... the after effect where the face is kind of, like, looks a little bit boiled, but it's really, really poorly done. They've yeah, kind so of just put got some... Aquadir on him? Yeah, I was going to say, they put some, like, yeah. Aquadir on his face and pulled it off a bit. Anyway, yeah. he did. Yeah. We just needed to fill that in. We done. just needed some killing. Cut to the sheriff. Once again, back at the police stage. He's got a feeling. He's like, 
hang on, that's what's that sound? That sounds like someone putting in a heart-shaped box out the front of my house, <laughs> out the front of the thing. He goes out there and there's a whole bunch of wild dogs. Yeah. And these dogs. This, this seemed really strange. I think they got some dogs in to do this part, but yep. I think the dogs went overboard. Did you see, like, he goes, get out of here, you dogs. Yeah. Because they are licking a heart-shaped box on the ground, which is like, got blood dripping out of it, so the dogs are attracted to it. Yeah. But these dogs went way overboard with me. He walked out and one of them stayed, did you notice? It stayed there and kept curling its teeth at him like, he goes, get out of here, you dogs. And it just stayed there doing it to him. And he kind of, as the actor, I think there was fear in his eyes. He was like, uh, just goes to the ground. Uh, and the dog kind of like went out of shot and then ran back in again. Went, <laughs> for a while. I didn't even notice this. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and I just reckon that was just like not meant to happen. I reckon they had like scare dogs and they just fucked up. Like, yeah. I think it was lucky not to actually get attacked. Yeah. You know, the dogs fuck off. He opens up the box and we get another note. Yeah. You didn't stop the party. And then he reacts so I, perfectly. What did he do? He just stands there and he's like, what damn party? He's like, they've pulled the wool over my eyes. There's a party happening. I've got to go shut it down. Yeah, but I think it was, what goddamn party? <laughs> yeah. I did. It's like he's like, it's almost like he was hissy fitting to the killer. I, there is no party. Yeah, he's no. like, but I said no. I said, yeah, can't shut it down. I did. <laughs> anyway, now we cut back to the party. Yep. Sarah's, uh, Sarah's boyfriend, what's his name? Um, uh, Studs. Studs McKenzie. He's getting a bit handy with her. He's getting a bit frisky and she's like, mm, I don't know. And then she's like, he's like, come on, baby. It's, you know, it's so romantic in the middle of this brightly lit room with neon lights with all our friends around us and music yeah. playing. I want to grab your tits and shit right in the middle of everyone. And then she's like, stop it. And then, of yeah. course, you know, TJ comes and goes, cool off. Yeah. And they start that, having that, a bit of a brewer ha ha. Because you know that every situation like gets like, you know, it. If you're ever in a heated situation, the best thing you can to say is cool off. Yeah. Because that helps every time. It does. It really does. I've seen that solve so many problems. Everyone goes, oh, yeah, I should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't think about that before. But she, now I they start doing the old, like, you fuck off from Sarah. No, you fuck off from Sarah. He goes, yeah. she's mine. No, she's mine. She's like, fuck off, you dudes. I ain't nobody. Yeah. She's like, I'm a strong, independent woman. You can't tell me what. She bails from the party. And then she the does. boys were left feeling like dick faces. Yeah, um, well, Studs and TJ start fighting, and lo and behold, no, no, they don't. Mustache Man breaks it up. They don't. They don't start fighting. Studs just punches TJ so many times. TJ misses every fight. TJ can't fight for shit. That's the reason why he hasn't gotten a fight till now. It's because he can't because he can't beat the Nazi master race. Yeah, he's not really like the. Despite his kerchief and shockingly open shirt, um, he's not that. He's a lover, not a fighter. Yes, yeah. Clearly. He's a brooder, not a not a duder. <laughs> Anyhow, as you said, moustache, moustache man comes in and, you know, breaks him up again as his fatherly role that he is. Yep. Um, and Studs, Studs basically, he like snatches a beer so hard. Oh, man, hard. this is so good. Dra- he I don't dramatically opens. No, he, he, he goes, fuck this shit. Yeah. He goes over to a beer, grabs it yeah. with like gusto and then looks at them and just opens <laughs> it in the most dramatic way yeah. ever. And then just bails out the door. Yeah, I've pretty much said he grabs a beer and overacts his way outside. Yeah. Because this was intensely good. I was just like, oh, man, he he's shitty. Then TJ goes up to Sarah. Yeah. And he's like, that's cute. 
hey. And then she's like, eh, eh. No. I'm fucked off with all you men. I'm lesbian. I'm yep. going to lick Patty's vagina. <laughs> she doesn't do that. Hey, she could have done worse. Patty was cute. I know. Patty was the cutest. She's like, if you can imagine, she's like blonde hair, blue eyes. She's very ABBA. She's like yeah. a, she's like the Abba girl, you know, yeah. the blonde hair Abba girl. Just, just imagine her. Yep. Um, Meanwhile, Goof Troop tries to lighten the mood by snorting his beer. Yep. Goof Troop. Straw. Oh, Goof Troop. Oh, Screech McKenzie. Goof Goof, <laughs> Goof Troop. He, oh, oh, Joker, I call yeah. him. He's just like, fucking, I'm going to snort beer. He's, he's been weird the whole time. Like, this is not how you get a girlfriend. Also, um, TJ had been punched in the face twice and he had nothing on his face. He was completely fine. Pretty good. Mm. He must be him. Maybe that's why he doesn't fight because he's like an X-Men and he's just invulnerable. Quite possibly. Um, I mean, so we cut to studs. He's he's outside. He's also, Sarah down. leaves because she's yeah. fucking fed up. She's yeah. like, you know what? You guys are fuck faces. I'm going to go home and, you know, smoke a bowl. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know, studs is outside. He's trying not to cry into his beer. He's, he, he's, he's sat down dramatically. He's sitting on a reel of like, you know, those big reels that wires yeah. on. He's just like, you know, on its side. He's, he's just like... like I'm not crying. I'm going to drink my fucking You're crying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, then we cut to Lurch. He's having a girlfriend. shit night. He's having a rough night. We cut to Lurch and his girlfriend. They're, they're in the mine. They're making out. Did they go to the mine? Oh, well, they went somewhere in the mine. I think they just went to another. They, just, they went somewhere that's not the party. Yeah. So they're to, not to in get a bit the of, mine, you know... but they're in an area where... Mining stuff. Oh, is this is. where all the they're like in the, the shower clothes? See, yeah. yeah. So that's the top of the mine, I think. You know, as they're coming out, they take off all their mining clothes. It's like the change room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shower room. It's a, sh- it's a, shower, a shower, room. shower in there. It's an industrial as fuck shower room. Though. Yeah. This thing is like rock walls and shit. Yeah. So they're you know they're making out and she's getting distracted by the clothes that are hanging up on the thing and she's making out again and then she's like, hmm, you know what we need? We need. Beers. Yeah, go get me some beers, random guy. And he's like, I am a random guy and that's all I can do. I don't even have a penis. No. I can't even fuck you because I'm a Ken fucking doll. At one point, though, she's like, oh, you know what we need? And he's like, oh, I've got one right here. And he pulls out a condom. Franger? <laughs> fucking Franger. Calls well, out a Franger. She goes, no, I meant she's beer, like, um, We need beers. And he's like, I'll go get beers. Maybe she just wanted to fill the Franger with beers and throw it around. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Anyhow. You know, um, so he goes he goes and basically leaves her alone. She's like, I'll come with you. And he's like, no, 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 no. stay you, here. You get, stay get, here. get moist. Yeah. <laughs> Moisten up while I'm away. Yeah, you, you, know. you stay. And he goes in. He walks us into the kitchen. They've got the girls cooking the hot dogs now. Mm-hmm. They're adding water to the hot, hot dog pot. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Just mutants. Um, he opens the fridge, which we see the corpse of fucking of the guy who got his hot dog faced, but no one notices him. He's down the bottom, and yeah. he, he grabs some beers and closes the fridge because he's too fucking cool. Because yeah. he's ready to fucking, you know, he's ready to plow. He's going. I ain't there. gonna let no corpse ruin my fucking night. He doesn't see him, and then and then the hot the hot dog girls also just pull out. Oh, what's this? Oh, there's a heart in here. Yeah, they start freaking out. They're like, Oh my god, what is this? It's a, literally it's a boiled heart. But well, I think Lurch says it's something. It's a joke. Oh, yeah. they're pulling a prank on like, you. Oh, it's just a pranks. cow heart. Or so some goof shit. troops. He's out there. You know. Yeah, goof troop. Fucking joker. Doesn't care about women. All he cares about is having fun. It's what it's all about. And now we cut back to the girl waiting for her beers in her bonk. Mm-hmm. She's just there. She's just sitting there like. Could have been waiting for the bonk. Could have been done by now. Man, could have yeah, been yeah. back at the party. Could have been time. having a beer in with my friends. 
No. So she hears some sneaking sounds and she's like, oh, what is? Uh-oh. what am I hearing? She hears the showers come on. She's oh. like, oh, shit. Is like my man going to go in there and have a shower? He's like, John, is that you? His name is John. I call him Lurch because he's fucking tall. Then all the mining gear, like the mining uh, clothes that are hung up from being, you know, they hang them up because that to keep him away from the dust. Yeah. Uh, they all start falling on it from the roof because they're mm-hmm. hung up on like big strings. And she's like, oh, my God, mining gear. My, yeah, how did you know that's my, what I hate the most? Yeah, it's mining my gear. one fear is mining clothes. So she's screaming and running through. And as she's sort of running back through, the final bit of clothes bit of that fall down. Drops down. But it's the corpse of the bartender. The bartender with his eyeball out going, <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God. Yep. I like this scene as well. And she, she turns, the killer's right there. He grabs her by the face and he basically, like, walks her towards the shower room. So he's got her, like, heavily, like, by the face. And it's just, like, this backwards walk. Um, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen to him. I thought, is he going to crush her face? Or yeah. Like but he slowly, is it a shower valve? Because these aren't, these are industrial showers. So what they basically are is just a pipe. That's sealed off with some holes in the end. Yeah. And so it's like quite sharp and jagged. And he yeah. just slowly walks her onto the onto this thing and puts it through her head. Yeah. Like, you know, a good yeah. slow kill. Is always he impales good. her on the pipe. It looks good. The whole scene was good. And then it cuts straight and then, to... And then he, you see him turn on a valve. And yeah. then there's a hard cut to fucking Dude McDude Ranch. He's come <laughs> back with his beers. And he's like, yo, babe, I got the beers. And then he hears a shower on. He's, he's like, like, oh, ho, oh, ho. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a hot and steamy shower. Because everyone knows that having sex in the shower is the best idea. He's not. like, I love a soapy bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's like all my men that I shower with. <laughs> um, so he goes in and he immediately drops his beers. He's like, oh, my God. And he's just oh, like, this dude we oh. should mention as well is the most... Ranger dude. He's very ginger. He has like he has short hair, but he's so orange. Like, yep. Anyhow, so yep. he's just called Ginger. Yeah, and anyhow. he he spies her, and we get this lovely pan up, and it's her, and all this water is just coming out of her mouth. So, so she is the she's now the shower. So he takes off his clothes and has a shower. No. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he like his reaction is the best. Yeah. He like he goes. He puts his hands on his head. Oh, 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 oh. He goes like that. He just yeah. keeps going. He goes, oh, yeah. oh. And then the shot it just ends with him yeah. panicking. I love an overreaction. Oh, man. He, this is, that's an understatement. Yeah. His reaction is actually hilarious. Like, it's the best one. Then we cut back to the sheriff driving. <laughs> yes. He gets an urgent call from the asylum. Now, he gets to the party. Yeah. He's outside of the party. And then he, like, gets a call and they're like, we need you, the, the you know, the asylum call. He goes, okay. He drives back. He literally turns around. Does he have the U-bolt? He doesn't. So, he, obviously, he doesn't see that there's anyone there or a party happening. He just gets to the gates and he's just, like, literally just turns it useless, around. Useless scene. And drives Three off. slash four slash five of this slash guy. literally the whole character. Um, He drives off. Cut back to the party. The girls have decided that they want to go down into the mine. Yeah, as in the Why mine. Why would you? I don't know, man. Like, it's kind of cool. I mean, I guess... Like, I, this is totally get... something I would have done as a kid. We would have gone, let's go down the mine. We used to go to have parties in caves and shit all the time. <laughs> like, And the, the fact that there's a mine cart which drives you yeah. down into it. Yeah, this I would is... want to do that. And, yeah. like, you know, they're like... And, like, you know, so Moustache Man, Joker, Patty and Selma. No, <laughs> Patty and Sarah. Yeah. 
they all go off into the mine. And then like, TJ comes out and goes, don't go in there. You're not allowed. No yeah. women allowed. I'm like, why are you abiding by the rules? You've broken and entered into this place. literally just broken into this place. And yeah, they go, they're fuck going. you, TJ. We're going. Yeah, they're heading out. They, get, they don't care. They get into the mine carts. You know, they start cruising down to automated mine. Like, and I thought to myself, yeah, this looks fun. They're cruising down. That's the midnight meat train, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Anyhow. Um, they get to the the bottom and they're looking around and they're like, oh, well, what's down there? And he's like, oh, this is the abandoned part of the mine. And they're like, okay, well, let's go have a look at that because why not? Yeah, let's just keep going through the mines. And now two randos. There's actually two randos as well. Yes, there's, I forgot uh, to mention them. Yes, we shall call them couple kill fodder. Yeah, there's there's two there's two kill fighters with them. The the two randos break off from the group and they go into a little room, rock yeah. room, and they start to get busy and frisky. Yeah, yeah they're just like they kind of look at each other and they're like, oh, we're just gonna go over here for ten. And everyone's like, wink, wink. We understand. It's like, oh yes, you can need a shower that black just... suit off your dick and vag afterwards. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, anyway, they cut back. We cut back to the party. There's a lot of cutbacks in this there is, film. Yeah, there is. There's like shit going on everywhere. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is when it all starts to fuck up. Some so, dude, he's in the kitchen and he finds fucking hot dog guys, corpse. Yeah, well, so the, the one of the blonde girls from the kitchen, she comes screaming out of the kitchen. That's it. Just as Lurch is screaming into the party. So then right, G- Studs walks basically, Studs goes into the kitchen um, and he basically walks out and he's just like, Dave's dead. Yeah, it's without that. it. Oh, okay. And then, and then Franger, Franger Lurch, he is just in the most overacted shock I've ever seen. He has snot running out of his nose. <laughs> he is just like frozen. He walks in and goes, she's dead. Dead. And then he kind of walks in and just rests his head against the chest of TJ. Yeah. Well, uh, like, you know, you you got to it's the deep V, the the kerchief. <laughs> you and know, then of course, like, oh, well, and then TJ's the just like, Harry Walden's here. We got to get out of it. Everyone leave. Yeah. Well, he picks up the phone. He's like, phone lines are dead. Okay. And then everyone just like gets the fuck out. Everyone just goes, it's Harry Walden. There's no reason. I, yeah. There's no. You know what I mean? It's, you know, urban legends and whatnot. Um, so. It's, they're like, okay, where are the others? Oh, well, they've gone down the mine. He's like, oh, the fucking mines. Okay, so TJ and Studs, you know, they well, we got to stay behind. Suddenly they're go. power. Suddenly they're like, you know, bros. Yeah. They're like, we got to work together. Like you, do they go down together in the elevator? One goes down in the elevator, and one takes the other way. Yeah, they've got a they've got a cunning plan. They're they like, get, I'll go down. Like, right. I'll go down the shaft. You go down the mine elevator, yeah. and we'll we'll find everyone and meet. We'll meet in the middle. Okay, break. Um. No, oh, and the best part, no, before that. So they're like, they basically they're in the party. Everyone bails. TJ and Studs run out of the thing and suddenly they're in their mining gear. Yes. They yep. never changed. They yep. just instantly, as they walk through the door, teleport into their mining gear and then they have that scene where they both go down into the That's mines. Right. They gotta, um, you know. They're best mates. It's the best. They're, they're always going out. Anyway, cut back down to the mine. The gang. Um, now it's just uh, now it's just Sarah, Mustache Man, and Patty, and Goof Troops, and Goof Troops. Sorry, yeah. so they're down there, and the, you know they they Mustache Man plays a bit of a prank on the girls. Yeah, he's boom. talking about Harry Warden, and as he's doing it, you know, young Goof Troop comes swinging from the the railing, and and scares the girls. Yeah, Goof Troop says, you know, he's like, I'm the Joker. He's like, this is funny. I'm a midnight Joker. <laughs> um, he yeah he. 
He just does a scare. That's yeah. all he does, this character. He just does scares. Yeah. I think this is his third scare, maybe. I think so. They they all of a sudden realise that the other couple are missing, which they don't... They Care. know no, that they, they know. went. They know. they know. But they're like, oh, they're, they're still not back yet. Like, it's it's been five minutes. Like It's, it's been 30 seconds. You know. Um, we see, And then we cut to CJ. We see that he's made it to the bottom of the elevator. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Cut back to the gang again. <laughs> It's all we get a POV of the killer. But you know where everyone is at all times. Yeah, I, we need to know. Yeah, we get a we get a POV of the killer spying on the the gang, and then we cut to the couple making out. This is the worst makeout session I've seen in a since the last worst makeout session I've seen in whatever film. We just it want was. it is it just shows them making out. Yeah, for like ten seconds, and then cuts back. Yep, so it's like remember these guys. Yeah, they're still kissing. That's what they're doing. You know, mustache man, they're le- he's leading them back to the cart. It's like, it's time to go, guys. Like, we've been down here long enough. This isn't safe. Let's go. And suddenly, oh. someone, is they trailing. hear in the distance, someone is, oh, it shows them. Yeah. You see Harry. Yep. He's standing there smashing the light globes with his pickaxe, you know, to darken the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I and they're like, uh-oh, someone's smashing globes. And then... We just see it's him. Like, it's yeah. weird. It's like, that's him. He's coming. So the gang decides, okay, Let's we, we got to get the others and we got to get the fuck out of here. So Lurch and... Uh, meanwhile, we cut back to Lurch and the gang, the, the rest of the gang that's left. They've gone off to find the chief. Um, and they're like, Harry, what? he's at the mine. You got to go to the mine. And the chief calls in. He's like, right, you know, we need reinforcements. So he's on the phone. He's like, call the fire brigade. Call the... the, the National Guard, call the Coast Guard, call everyone. Everyone get to the mine. At this point, I was like, where the fuck is the mayor? He just disappears from the movie. No, he comes back, though. He does come back. But for a huge chunk of it, he's just gone. Yeah. Anyway. So TJ finds them. We Sorry, we cut back to the mine. TJ, he's, he's found them. He's like, uh, we got to get out. Harry Warden's here. It's the same conversation. Um, but, you know... The makeout couple. We've got to go get them. So we're still playing this game of, you know, well, we know where they are. We've just got to go fucking get them. Um, so, you know, Goof Troop gets left with the two girls, uh, Patty and Sarah, and TJ and Mustache head off to find people. Do they separate? Does TJ and Mustache Man separate? Yes. Yes. For some reason. Yes, because Mustache Man finds the couple. Yeah, so Mustache Man goes to look for the couple and that, and he finds them. With a giant screw, like um, a drill piece. Yeah, they've been drilled. Drilled. They got they had, they got screwed. Yeah, they did. They did they got get screwed. screwed together. So they have like a giant dr- giant mining drill piece. Like he's on top of her. He's basically they're screwed together. They're having a screw. They're, the irony is that yep. irony. Who knows? <laughs> so uh, meanwhile, as as Mustache Man is having his he's, like, Fuck, um, he's having his reaction moment, we see the killer loading up a nail gun. Yeah, well, it's a one-shot nail gun. Yeah. Like, big nails as well. We're talking, like, nails that are, like... That big. How long is that? That's, like, tw- uh, 20 centimetres long. Yeah. Like, big yeah, fucking nail. Yeah, they're fucking huge. He walks up to Moustache Man. And just and, nails him. Yeah, nail, puts it against his temple and just nails him into it. It's still sticking out about a centimetre. Yeah. But you've got a good length in there. Yeah. It doesn't kill him. No, it doesn't. Do you want to know why? Moustache Man is fucking cool. He is. So he's just like, oh, fuck, I've just been he nailed in the temple. He shakes it off. He he's shakes it like, off. He's oh. Like, Oh, well, until it kills her. Oh, shit. Load, slowly loads it up again. I like that it showed... He's been fucking shot in the temple. It shows uh, us, like, Moustache Man's vision, and it's all blurry. And that yeah. actually tweaked. I was like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah. Like, the idea that it's in his brain that's fucked up his eyes, but he's yeah. still alive. Gives Harry time to reload, 
the gun again, put it against his forehead, mm-hmm. and just fires another one straight into him and gives him like an Indian bindi. Yep. And he's just like, still shrugs it off. He's yep. like, oh, he's, shit. He's just like, ugh. He doesn't no, die. I'm, you can't right. kill moustache, man. No. Literally. No, he's he's just, he's, all the power is in his moustache. Anyhow, Harry just leaves him. And yep. Moustache Man just stumbles out of the room. Yeah. All he, pinheaded up. <laughs> he stumbles back onto Goof Troop and the girls, and this is the moment where he falls down dead. Yeah, he's just like, I made it. Do you? He doesn't say anything. He just falls <laughs> onto them. They grab him. He's like, Aah. He's like, Elizabeth? No. Um, you know, at this point, Patty, she's beside herself. She's on top of him. She's screaming. She's carrying on. Sarah and Goof Trooper like... We've got to bail. We've got to get the fuck out of here. The killer is literally coming. They're fucked. We've got to go. Um, Goof Troop, he just, you know, he's like, well, you ladies aren't what I want. I'm going to follow the jokes over here. And he leaves them. He runs off. And you just see that the killer just immediately makes a beeline towards him. Patty's still being absolutely hysterical. So Sarah decides to slap some sense into her. You know, that's she's what like, you do. Oh my God, where am she's I? She's like, oh, oh, I've, I, I apologize for my hysteria. I am okay now. And then um, um, Studs. Studs rocks up. Studs rocks up. He gets the girls and he starts leading them towards At the, this point, Studs cage. hadn't been with him. He's like, I'm no, here. He was off somewhere else. I think he scares them. Like, because he's in the mining gear at yeah. first, and they're yeah, like, oh, it's you, Studs. Yeah. So they scared. Patty's been an absolute fucking pill I've at this point. I've written here, shut like. up, Patty, in my notes. <laughs> yep. She is, she's essentially the person that's going to get them all killed. Yeah. Um, she's she's hysterical. She's not listening. She's like, I can't. I can't leave him. I don't want to go. I can't climb a ladder. I can't do this thing. I'm she's like, just, they, meh. He takes him to the elevator. She's like, yep. oh, I can't. The elevator doesn't work. Yeah. And he's like, oh, don't worry. There is actually... A ladder. Oh no! First, um, so they're like the elevator doesn't work, and then they're like, "Oh, don't worry, I know there's a ladder somewhere over here." But yeah. then they're like, oh, "We can hear the killer." Yeah. Uh oh. Wait. So like, you know, Studs gets a big two by four, waits around the corner, slams it into the killer. Of course, it's not the killer. It's, it's TJ. TJ. And then oh, TJ no. just shrugs that off. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> Slamming me in the in the belly with a giant bit of wood. That's right. He's like, I saw you through the hole in the wall. I knew it was you. Fucker. And then cut to the sheriff. <laughs> Rocking up at the mine in his car. And he's like, I'm at the mine. It's like, I'm here. I'm going to go down there and no. I'm going to save yeah. these kids. He's got a gun. He pulls out his big revolver. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm here. I've got a gun. I know Harry's here. I know he's here. Where am I? Yeah. It's like he doesn't know how to even work. Like he, he goes up to all these doors. They're locked. He goes, yeah. what, where am I going? Anyhow, end of scene. Yeah. He's like, I can't get into the mine. Number six. Useless <laughs> scene of the sheriff not doing it. That's right. So the gang, they, they get to the the they get to the cage to, to for the elevator to go up. And fuck, it's not working. It's been smashed. What a fucking coincidence. And where is Joker at this He's time? Gone. Where is He's yeah, they just forget about him. He ran he's off. He's, he's a coward. He is. Um, so, you know, they start, they're like, oh, well, the only way we can get Harry out is to climb the, the ladder. elevator controls. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they start climbing a ladder. Yeah. They go, like, how are we going to get out? There's no way out. Let's just climb the ladder, which is right next to the, conveniently next to the elevator, which we could have just taken in the first player. Yeah. And then Patty's just like, oh, ladders. I don't like, understand I don't how like they work. I like heights. I can't climb them, 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 them. 
Um, both Sarah and Patty start climbing the ladder with their heels on. I would have probably taken my shoes off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never worn heels that much. Well, I don't. I've never climbed a ladder in heels. Have, probably never will. Have ne- no, never going to climb a, a mine ladder in heels. Yeah. So you know they're climbing and. Oh Patty, man, this this scene of the ladder climbing—it went for so long. It's it like that scene so in Metal Gear Solid where he climbs the ladder and it's so long the ladder that a song comes in and a whole song plays while you climb a ladder. I've never played that game, but I can. It's Metal I Gear can, Solid. Three snake eater. Yeah, it's it's cla- it's known as a hilarious scene, like okay. a weird kajimery. But I got the vibe. They're just climbing this ladder for so long. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Ooh, all of a sudden, all the whole time, Patty is complaining. Yeah, she just won't fucking shut. I would have probably at this point just kind of kicked her down the ladder. And then all of a sudden, Joker's body <sighs> falls from the top with like with a noose on it, like he's being yeah. hung. But as it, it, the tension of it, you know, getting him stopping it pops his head off but the head stays on the noose and the body falls down it's past everyone so everyone gets covered in blood in this scene did yeah. you notice yes um the but and we see this body thump down yeah. onto the ground and then we cut back to them on the ladder all freaking out all covered in blood the head is still there hanging on the rope of joker like with all bits of flesh ripped this off. was really good because no movie have I ever seen that I can vaguely remember at, right at this moment when anyone gets hanged. Hung. Whatever. <laughs> Usually they just stay there. Yeah. Yeah, but this was it's like... a whole body, it, but he gets, his fucking head gets cut off. It gets popped off yeah. from the force of the noose. And like, it is. it, it was very cool because in most movies it, it would just be the surprise is the body falling down, but yeah. this was way worse. Yeah, this was good. This was a great... And once again, it was that weird uh, stock footage where I reckon a yeah. lot of these shots wouldn't have been in it. Because some of them are so graphic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of, like, you can see a lot of the gore. And you're like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Gore. So um, they climb back down the ladder because obviously the killer's up the, the top. They climb down the ladder in, like, one second. Yes. After, like, five minutes of climbing it and they take four seconds to get off of it. Why didn't they climb to the top? Why the, climb back down? The killer's up there. But was he? Well, because that's where goofs came from. Mm. So, I don't they know. They all fucking climb back down the ladder. Yeah. Studs is now... Claiming that he knows a shortcut to where the other carts are, so that they're going to go follow him. But you got to go through a bunch of water. Yeah, there's an underground like pools, um, which are in mine because they would have been there. Yeah, it's actually in mine. So they go through there, and studs, you know, he he lingers behind. He goes, "I'll make sure no one's following us. You guys go ahead, and then I'll catch up." And I'm like, mm, "Stupid plan." Anyhow, mm-hmm. off camera, we hear. Whoa! Yeah, we hear this crashing and, uh, you know, they, they head back and he's fallen in the water. We just see, yeah, we just see like we his, see a his light. headlight yeah. is in the water. He goes, we can't go there. We can't get him out. That's a 60 foot deep pool. And we're, well, why, we can just see the lights there. Yeah, he's, he's still around, clearly. Um, so they're just pretty much, the, and then, TJ's basically like, nah, I can't get him. Uh, he's dead. That's yeah, fine. yeah. And then TJ's like, you know what? Let's split up. <laughs> you girls stay here. I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And I was like, sure, why not? Like, there's no reason for you to do that. Anyhow. They never, they've never been into the mines until this moment, so they don't know their way around. But no, you go explore. I'll, I'll catch you. I'll catch you in a minute. Which doesn't work out because straight away, Harry jumps out with his pickaxe and picks at pickaxes Patty in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Like, so she just gets thonked. Like, Sarah's yeah. like, oh, fuck. Sarah just runs off. How good, did you notice this? So Sarah's like, whoa! She runs out of shot 
the next shot is a cut to her and she's just casually walking. Yeah. As if like as if it <laughs> hasn't nothing, happened yet. Nothing's happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, she no, she fucks off real quick. I think this shot was actually meant for another time and they've I, just yeah, popped it. Because she is so. not panicked. She's just like walking around looking around all of a sudden. Like, you know, like, not scared at all. Like, you know, you just witnessed the murder of your friend, but he's like, oh, hmm. Yes. Hmm, in a mine. I'm, yeah. Now I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking. Yeah. Then we cut to the police. Finally. Backup has arrived. Backup has come. And not just backup. The whole fucking town has rocked up. Yeah. They have pitchforks. They have flaming clubs. They have like an ogre getting on chains. Yeah, they've got a Frankenstein back there. Like, we just we just picked this guy up, but we heard you guys were mobbing, so we're here now. They have like, a battering ram. You know. <laughs> they have like, you know, an army. You know, it's the whole town yeah. with like weapons and shit. The mayor's there. He's like, I'm the mayor. I need to be here as well. Yep. Um, I don't understand. Well, it's what... actually his mine. Yeah, it's yeah. my mine. The mayor owns the mine, so you know. Uh, and, uh, they, we cut back. These to... are quite inconsequential. All these people as well. Yeah. Like, so Sarah's back in the mine. She's kind of not given up, but she's having a bit of a cry. She's like, "I'm alone in the mine, and everyone's dead." And then TJ rocks up, sneaks up on her. And at this point, I got into this point in the film where I was fine, and then I realized, hang on. Are all these people walking off for weird reasons? Because I'm supposed to think they're the killer. Yes, but there's no there's no point because no. it's Harry. Well, this is the thing. The, so when this film I, came out, this was before the you know, can you guess who the killer is kind of vibe. Yeah. So we were told that it's this guy. It is this guy. We are not ever think. Not we're not trying thinking. to work it out. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh. And then I thought back to all these scenes. Like, were these scenes setting up red herrings? Yes. Or hypothetical situations where it could be the killer. And that's why all these weird scenes were happening that seemed to be pointless with the sheriff and all stuff like that. Is because you're like, I think they tried to make every scene with an, a, a situation where one of the characters could have been the killer. Yeah. By doing, and I'm like, well, I never got that because it's no, just Harry. And if we'd have watched that, if we'd have seen this film in 1981 when this whole slasher genre was just fresh and new, we wouldn't think that. We'd just no. be like, why are they going off and doing these things? But now we've seen it all. We know all the tropes, everything. It's it's there. It's happening. We know what's going on. And now we see... Um, so now it cuts to back to the gang, back to the crowd. Uh, what, are, what are they called? Mob? The mob. The mob. They've all got mob mentality. They're all running down the... Um, yeah. So the chief has led a cavalcade of people into the mine. But so they're, they're like, all walking down the side of the mine. Yeah. I like it because they're a small thing. They'll have to yeah. go single file. They're yeah. Like, yeah. Single file mob. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very okay. long mob. Don't forget to social distance. It's like they're playing while snake. You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, know, um, we cut back to TJ and Sarah. The killer jumps out of nowhere and he's heading towards them. Um, so they decide, fuck, where here's the cart. We're just going to jump on the cart. And uh, hope that the killer doesn't. Yeah, I like it because they, they start the, the mine cart up. It's yeah. like about got four carriages. They start it up. It's walking pace, <laughs> this thing goes. Yes. So I'm like, you could have just ran up the mine shaft yeah. quicker, Pretty way much. quicker. Mm-hmm. Because And then they're like, we're safe in the very slow mine cart. And the killer just walks up and jumps onto he the just jumps back on the carriage. And like, oh, my God, it's like the slowest train yes. like, like chase ever. But, which is great, because that leads us to now one of those on top of the train type battle scenes. You think, but they just fall straight <laughs> off. And then... It's also really badly done. So, you know, there's there's no real, like, it's kind of like a... Huh, uh, Juh. Yeah, really, it's like really slow paced. Uh, really and it's so leader. slow that like Harry and the killer are battling. They like I, like uh, Harry's got like his pickaxe. 
TJ now has a shovel. They're yep. kind of like ba- like sword battling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like they fall off. And then just Sarah just casually gets off the car. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, hop. I'm and like, off. why did she get off? Stay on. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. How are you going to help? So you could- this point, I think the cavalcade of people, you can start seeing so, them yeah, the mine down. Ca- so the, the minecart is going up out of shot and that's yep. gone. And then we see the cavalcade of like uh, the single file people coming down the mob. And that you can see the minecart is there. So you're yep. like, okay, they're like 10 meters they're away. They're pretty close. Yeah, it's fine. And then um, we cut back to them like fighting really slow with their shovel and pickaxe and then the worst lightsaber scene in the world. Yes. And they head into a different sort of a tunnel, which has a big old danger. Danger. Like, keep out. Unsafe. Yep. And they're in there and they're having a battle out. They're still battling. At this point, they're taking out support beams all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, they're hitting into things with crumbling rocks are coming down. It's all starting to come together. TJ's being the hero, you know, fending off these pickaxe attacks with a shovel. Well... De- deflecting them so ha- he makes Harry go you know, knock out another st- uh, like supporting structure, yep. supporting beam. So it's all, it all seems like it's going to come crashing down at some point. Uh, Sarah clocks uh, Harry and he gets his axe stuck. Into the roof into, or, so, or somewhere? It stuck somewhere. And then uh, she jumps up. But it's fine because he's got a knife. Yeah, he pulls out a knife. But then yeah. doesn't Sarah, she jumps onto him. Yep. And she grabs him and pulls off his mask. Yep. Revealing... <gasps> The, the killer is... Studs McKenzie! Studs McKenzie, jealous boyfriend, is actually the killer. And they're like, Axel, why? And then we get this best flashback. <laughs> um, uh, from the very start of the film, you may have remembered in a previous flashback, we saw the killer killing a random dude in a bedroom yep. by pickaxing him in the chest, which yes. we mentioned. Anyhow, we see this same killer again. But then it zooms over and shows little tiny Axel as a child hiding under the bed with blood splattered all his face from his father. And then we see um, Harry, the real Harry, pulling out his dad's heart. And then it cuts to a shot of, of Axel just under the bed with his dad's blood all over his face, sucking his thumb <laughs> in the way. And that dun, 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 Shyamalan, twist. The whole time it was Axel. Oh, God, not Axel. And right. then the mind. And then suddenly after that whole big reveal, the... It collapses. The, the mine collapses onto Axel. Ha, um, TJ and Sarah narrowly get out of the room. Yeah. The whole sheriff and his town rock up and they're like, how are you? And he's like, we're cool. He's back there. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, let's go dig him out. Yeah. So, so then they go and it's like, you know, that one by one, one rock at a time, kind of leading it out. And then Sarah decides, nah, fuck this shit. I got to go back. Yeah. Like, That's my boyfriend. Yeah. Kind I gotta of. go see him. Yeah, I gotta go see him. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, they uncover um, Axel's arm, we and see we his know arm. it's Axel's arm because he's got a band aid from where he stabbed himself playing the knife. And his mood ring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his mood ring. <laughs> he's got a mood ring on. Um, and she like grabs, you know, he and and like Sarah comes in, pushes all these burly miners out the way, and goes, oh, Axel. Axel's hand, Axel's arm. She goes to touch it, and of course, her hand grabs her. Yep. And then we see a shot from the other side of where Axel is, and he is using the knife he had to cut off his own arm. Yes. Which is kind of cool. It's showing it. It's all yeah. gory. And yeah, he wrenches his own arm off, which is still grabbing onto her. Yeah. She kind of, you know, the arm gives away, and she, like, comes up with the arm still grabbing her. And she's like, oh, my God. 
there's like a little window that everyone can see now. Axel, running, this is the best scene ever. He's yeah. running off into the mine with one arm going, <laughs> I'll get you, my pretties. And Pretty they, much. He's like, oh, he start, the Valentines, I'm going to get you. Yeah, he sings a song and he's like, Harry killed us all. And now he's gone, going to kill you all. <laughs> he has gone stark fucking raving nuts. He yeah. runs into the mine, into the darkness. Yeah. Into the sequel <laughs> that they never made. No. Everyone just fucking is like gobsmacked. They don't even try and stop him. They're no. just like, holy shit. You do you, boo. Like, yeah, he fuck. is. He is fucked. Let's. Hey, good. <laughs> like, they just couldn't believe it. Um, he's singing along. Anyhow. Done. Everyone watches him go off into the distance. The end. The, yeah, done. Like, so it's just basically Harry, armless, disarm, I don't know. Final thoughts, Jen? That I, is the end. That's cut to the end. That's done. Then the credits comes up with this crazy cool, like, um, Garfunkel, Simon and Garfunkel kind of music comes up. Mine actually cut out halfway through the... Yeah. Yeah, same. Oh, the music just stopped. Yeah. But I don't know. What Licensing. Happened? Anyway. Um, Final thoughts, this Jen? Was, this was a lot of fun. Like, it, it was, you know, we had a few off-screen kills that... Would have been really good to see, but what we did get to see was awesome. Whether if it did have all those gore bits that were on the different films not edited out, this would be the shittest film. Oh yeah, yeah. What, so the, like you know we got all these really effect- good. We might not have seen Mabel die, but we got to see the aftermath, which was I think was fantastic. That's true, but like you wouldn't have seen the head pop off because that was all in that as well. Yeah. So there um, was if that is true, if those are all the scenes that were cut out, which yeah. they might not be, they might have just chose that. Film stock thinking it might have covered up the gore a bit more because it was grainier and yeah. it was supposed to be a weird feeling. Quite possibly. Who knows? Um, it's very similar to Friday the 13th. Um, you know, I wasn't really given a chance to learn the characters' names until the ends, but I also really didn't care. I mean, it got very dramatic in the middle. It did. Uh, that was kind of funny. Everyone, the, the overacting of the death made it worth watching. Yes. If you're going to watch it, like, yeah. Uh, although. It started great, but that mining bit at the end, I got fucking so bored of people just running around in a mine. It felt yeah. like it went for like two hours in the mine. Yeah, I do feel that with a lot of the older films, they haven't quite necessarily honed the the filmmaking, so there is a lot of like pointless things. Yeah. I thought the deaths were super creative. Yeah. No, I like Apart from Patty's, which was boring as shit, which yeah. you never even see. It. You didn't even see it. Like, no. They like, maybe, can't, some- maybe they had a vibe that you can't show gore on women. Possibly. Because there was no gore on any of the women you saw. There was no kill scenes for any of the women. Yeah. Um, yeah, the deaths are super creative. Um, that's it, really. The characters were interesting. Yeah. Like, they seemed cool. Like, they, you know, they had a story. I, uh, the whole, like, the whole TJ, I suppose it kind of worked out in the end that the whole time he was killing everyone. It's kind of yeah. weird. I wonder if you could go back and find, like, a, a fuck up. No, I think it was all right. Yeah. yeah. No, I like. I really enjoyed it. I think um, I gave it a C. It is a bit of a classic that's worth a watch. It is also a bit of fun and dumb. I gave it a C minus. C minus, which is a new thing. It's a classic. So the minuses are buts. Yeah. Okay. Classic worth a watch, but I will not watch this again. Mm. So it's worth watching once. Yeah. Worth watching once. Maybe that should be one of our new thing. A classic worth watching 
once. Well, I, yeah, I think it, it, it falls under that category of it's now up there with, you know, all of these other like really popular films of the day. And, you know, if, if you're a fan of horror, it's something that you've got to at least give a go. Nice. It's kind of like when you watch The Godfather because it's one of those films never seen you have any to of them. watch. I fucking hated it. Yeah, well, I, I've just never seen any of them yeah. because I'm just like, I just don't like crime. No. I just don't like crime because I know too many people I've met through my life who think crime is cool. Yeah. And they like want to be organized crime. And I think it's jaded me. I'm just like, nah, I'd, rather, I'd rather not even have any of that shit. No, fair. In my life, if you will. Yeah. Is it my turn to pick? It is, Dan. What are you picking? Um, oh, That's too heavy. After, I'm going to go Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. It, We've talked, we may have talked about it before. Yes. Um, but we're actually, because originally when we had this podcast, oh my God, Siri keeps going off. <laughs> she needs to put in her two cents. What did she find on the web? He know. looked up Monster Squad. Ah, oh, thanks, Siri. Um, no, don't say her name. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monster Squad, uh, we've changed the format of the podcast and now we, we actually do a whole film where I think we just lightly talked about it before. So we're probably yeah. going to go back on with some of those lightly ones we did and do a full a full critique. Yeah, I've got a couple from that time that I've got on the list. Like, I really want you to watch Slumber Party Massacre 2. So yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can see that's coming up. It's, it is. So, Monster Squad, um, for those who don't know it, it is basically a horror version of Goonies, if you mm-hmm. will. It's got a really good group of kids. You know that, like, Stand By Me vibe, Goonies vibe. It's a bunch of kids and all this shit happens. And it's... it's I'm not going to get into it. Nope. We will get so deep into it. Yes. It'll be ridiculous. Fantastic. Okay, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review and share with all your friends. I'd just like to now maybe shout out to a few people I know who do listen to us. Bryn, Dion, Sam. I know that you listen to us. Give us a share on your pages. Yeah, do it. Do it. Peer pressure. I think as well we will do a thing, if, if you guys are listening to the end, that if you share any of our stuff on Terrorvision, we will do a shout out at the end of the episode to your name. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you share anything on Facebook or Instagram, can you share on Instagram? You can. Um, or Actually, Atom Gillespie. I've... Adam Gillespie? Let's yeah. do a shout out to him as well. Yeah, no, he tagged us in something... Um, a drawing that he'd done last year for oh, the yeah. Child's Play film. Yeah, I loved it. And he tagged us in that. So that was really cool. So, yeah, if you if you tag us in anything, we'll give you a shout out at the end of the episode. Because yeah. that's, you know, tag us in there. Yes. Thanks, guys. We are also available. Uh, we have Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, uh, which we will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and, of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. Uh, we also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch or discuss. And our opening and closing music is Voidswell by Sister Wife. Nice. And, you know, you can catch me at Greenlight Comics or at the Warhammer Shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at the Warhammer Shop. Uh, Greenlight Comics at Adelaide, 18 Stevens Place. Come down there. It's a comic shop that I own and co-own and run. And co-run. Co-run. Whatever they call it. Co-run. And, yeah, and until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares.
Happy Nightmares. <laughs>